the Big Tits Lebanese podcast. That's pretty. That's pretty sexist. I don't. I don't say that kind of stuff, Autumn. I'm a. I'm a uh, ally. I'm an ally too. What if uh, I'm allied with women? What if there was a show called Ally McBeal? Oh, and, and then it's a she's guy, about a human rights lawyer. It's a really skinny guy <laughs> that, <laughs> that is uh, married to Harrison Ford. Ally McBeal. Yeah. What do you think happens on Ally? Give me a rundown of an Ally McBeal episode. So I think Ally McBeal is a really skinny lawyer, right? Really skinny guy lawyer. Yep. Who is a? He's a white guy. You're you're basing this off of uh, Calista Flockhart having a pretty bird-like frame. Yeah. Correct. Perhaps a an eating disorder. Yeah. Okay. People so it's a guy. It. It's okay. a lawyer with a, an eating disorder. Okay. Who is an ally to you know? He's a very liberal guy. Yeah. This he, week on Ally McBeal. Yeah. And then he's like doing you know. Uh, He's got a lawsuit where he's trying to get a lady an abortion or something. Yeah, he's nice. He's uh, he's suing. Um, he's suing like a the Supreme Equinox. Court. He's suing Equinox because oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he he has a six hundred pound client that they wouldn't that they didn't have a way for them to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there there isn't a wheelchair ramp. <laughs> there isn't a wheelchair ramp onto the step machine. Yeah, and there's so, also. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also gay, and also because he has a no. He's not. Dis- he has to be he straight. Is. He's an ally. He's not a part of it. Well, you don't know what his allyship's towards. His allyship is if he's a white male, then he can be an ally in amongst all spec, like all aspects. Okay, so he's a straight male, but he's still married to. It's actually Harrison you. Ford. <laughs> it's actually you. You can play ally. McBeal. I'm ally McBeal. Yeah. This week on Ally McBeal, Your Honor. This is a, a travesty of justice. My client can't even you you didn't even remove the wall of the courthouse to let my client in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the bit is is because he's super skinny. He's always fainting because he has low blood sugar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So he's like he'll be in the middle of court and he'll be like, "Your Honor." Okay, I just uh, I need like a piece of hard candy. Yeah. Really <laughs> and then someone gives him candy. He's like, "You, you go off, queen. You can <laughs> you eat whatever you want to eat. You be as naughty as you want yeah. to." <laughs> you guys, welcome to the Known Zone, uh, a podcast where we know a little bit about a lot so that we appear smart. This is what this podcast is for. I think it's a podcast for stupid, a a, a podcast by stupid people for, for for stupid people. But the point of it is, is that we know a little bit about a lot of things. I know so much less than a little bit. Okay. Well, that doesn't, that's not selling us. The point is. No, I'm okay. You know a little bit about stuff. I don't know anything. Yeah. And we're getting there slowly. But the whole thing is, is that I know this little minute about the little minute amount about so many things that people think I'm smart. Yes. But I also am somebody who's like invested in crypto at the end of crypto. Oh, I did too. You know, $4,000 down the drain, brother. So like that's, we can tell you, you know, the capital of a lot of countries and what happened. $800 of GameStop. Goodbye. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I think I got out like that day. I invested in Dogecoin. I did that. Literally too. the worst hour to invest in Dogecoin. Really? I invested in Dogecoin an hour and a half before uh, um, the, the SNL episode that Elon Musk was on, and then during that episode, the whole thing tanked. Oh, it didn't go up. Yeah. Damn. So that was. Uh, 
Um, so I, that was probably most of the four thousand dollars. Fuck, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then you keep. You're like, oh, okay. Well, it went down, and I need the. It's probably going to go back up. So you keep feeding it, but you keep buying stuff, and it doesn't go anywhere. Damn. Yeah. Right? It's okay. I just you know worked really hard for that money. Mm-hmm. You work hard for the money. Uh huh. You work hard for the money. I would join you if I knew the rest of this. You work hard for the money, and you just uh, don't uh, eat no cheese. Uh huh. Because you don't have lactose. Yeah. Anyways, uh, today's episode uh, is brought to you by Fourth Nelson Ball. Mandela. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and also Liquid Death. Hey, Liquid Death. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to get enough followers to where you want to send us some stuff. Uh, until then, support the Natalie Cuomo podcast. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, today we are going to talk about Nelson Mandela, but not really Nelson Mandela. We're going to talk about apartheid South Africa. Nelson Mandela is a big part of that story, mm-hmm. but he's just one part of it. Wilfred... What do you know about apartheid? apartheid South Africa? Well, I know uh, it's what I know about it is kind of like the movie District Nine. It takes place in South Africa, and I think it's it's a Neil uh, Blank Camp or whatever that guy's a South African director. Oh, yeah. but it's a it's all like an allegory for apartheid, right? Yeah, and he has this, you know, that guy that plays like the big baddie, the mean buff guy. I don't remember anything about it. Anyways, there's like a guy that's like the, the meanest, the meanest guy. Uh-huh. In it. He uses him in all his stuff. He's a, the, the South African actor that's like a badass, but he uses him in all his stuff. But it's like funny because it's just, oh, you know what he is? He's the guy that turns into an alien in District 9. That, I still don't remember anything about it. He gets scratched by the aliens. You're and the blood mix makes him turn to an alien. Okay. You didn't remember this at all? I do remember because he that. can put his arm in the gun at one point. Okay. Because it's an alien gun. Oh. Do you not remember this? You know, I've been playing Zelda and uh No, that's not who I'm thinking of. And I don't even think is that District Nine? Go to District Nine IMDB. I'll tell you who I'm talking about. That guy right there. Char Charito? Charlto Copley. Charlto Copley. I'm from South Africa. I have a disgusting accent. Is that kind of what it sounds like? Yeah. Well, here's what another thing. We're down in Joburg. Was the I I can't do it. Was apartheid, but it was the the British, and well, okay. Or no, 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 it was the Belgium first. The Belgians were there at one point, but it really, when we think of South Africa and we think of the Afrikaner, which is the white South African, Uh they are Dutch. They are Dutch. Okay. There were some Germans down there as well, but Dutch South Africans were the bad, the baddies. Oh. And what happened? I bet they had a, they threw a great Christmas. Oh man, are you kidding me? Was, Christmas in South Africa. It was warm, you know. You could, yeah. Kind of like Christmas treats, but you were in shorts. Uh huh. Yeah. Not good people. Yeah. Um, actually, what I didn't realize, this is like dumb of me, but when I went to Amsterdam this year. I didn't realize that there'd be like a ton of South Africans there, but it okay. makes sense because there's like four places on earth they speak Dutch, and one of them is South Africa. Oh. So, anyways, um, in the around the turn of the century, the 19th century. Uh huh. Um, no. Well, 20th. 20th. Uh, pre. The 1900s. Preceding that, and then going into the 20th century. Uh-huh. Uh A lot of immigrants from Europe went down there. I mean, it was like it was warm, but it, it was. Uh, not global warmed. It was like Europe, you know, like yeah. it was like where like warm summers, cold winters, kind of 
but not as cold as Northern Europe. And uh, great, really fertile soil. And also nobody was taking it because they didn't have like land ownership in tribal places because they were Can you uh, pull up a Africa map? map? Um, But so, because I have no idea. My idea of Africa. Why don't you go to maps actually? My entire idea of Africa is that, uh, where's the south one? Oh, it's all the way down there. Did you hold on? We got to stop real quick. Did you really not know where South Africa was? I mean, I didn't know how south it was. You think I, you think they're gonna have? <laughs> you think they're gonna have the name South Africa and not be at the very bottom? I thought much more of it would be South Africa. Oh my gosh! I mean, South Carolina isn't all the way at the bottom. Yeah, but it's there's not other there's no more Carolina below it. I mean, you never know. <laughs> What if they want to make more? That would be funny if there was like a whole other part of Africa below it that wasn't called Africa. No, uh, South Africa is the bottom. That's the it, equator around DRC, Kenya, right? Yeah, and that's that's Gabon, Democratic Republic Congo. What's Rwanda, the difference between green Uganda, and gray? Kenya. Uh, so the it's not gray. It's kind of a white brown, and that is the Sahara Desert at the top, and some other deserts. If you go down, go down. To the, so the Namib Desert, which is where Namibia is, I didn't know that was a country. Is um, that was also a Dutch colony? It, yeah, the Windhoek is the capital of Namibia, and out of there you can go to some pretty fucking cool desert landscapes. They filmed a lot of um, uh, Dune there. Oh, yeah, it's like it's good looking, and they you know they're decent uh, rugby players because they're you know the bad kind of whites. Anyways, we don't need to focus on this stupid. Namibia map. We need to back it up, back it up, and get back over to that South Africa. Yeah, to talk about the good kind of whites in South you can Africa. Du- <laughs> you can kind of double click on that. So this is South Africa, um, and South Africa. So it was um, a lot of its, you know, the green parts are fertile and uh, made for good farming. And so a lot of Dutch immigrants, which were the Boers, B O E R, um, they moved in on down there. Uh huh. And the Boers. Um, they Bloemfontein. Uh, That's a fun one. Bloemfontein. Yeah. Bloemfontein. And that see those countries like Eswatini and Lesotho. Those are not South Africa at all. They are Lesotho is a country in South Africa. It's surrounded. Yeah. It's like that. I think these are the only places in the world, South Africa, where there's countries that only have one. They're landlocked and they have one border with one country. You know what I mean? What about? Is Palestine? No, because Palestine touches the ocean, and it also touches Egypt. Oh. And on the right side, the West Bank. Okay. That touches Jordan. Oh. Yeah. I'm not a maps guy. I'm more. It's like a. I. I honestly. I. I'm telling you guys right now. This is embarrassing. But I could spend all day looking at this map. I yeah. would click. I would click on the different towns. I would walk around on Street View. It looks like a I'd pull up different historical things. I I could I could plug in right now. It looks like San Francisco in that picture. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's Joburg. Maybe or no, maybe that's Cape I mean, Town. It's a harbor. I know. Um, no, because Joburg's actually landlocked. I think. Anyways, uh, so they we got all these whiteies moving down there, right? Uh-huh. And uh, there's a war that's actually fought over South Africa between the Boers and the English. Oh. And the English prevail. In South Africa. Yeah. It's like for uh, kind of 
land rights. So South Africa becomes part of the English Empire. In the early 1900s. Uh, I think it's around the late 18, like 1870s, 1890s. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that they were around that long. Yeah, they've been in there forever. Okay. Um, the Belgians were up more close. Like Congo was a Belgian colony. And there's actually like recently Congo had to apologize for committing genocide. What? Belgium. The king. Wait, Congo apologized to who? Belgium apologized to Congo. Oh, for committing genocide. Yeah. And oh, King yeah. Charles, I think, actually just apologized to some people about his 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 country's role oh. in some stuff. But anyways, uh, so all these whiteies are down there. And um, I, I don't know how they, I don't know when their year of independence was. But it says the ANC, which is the African National Congress, which was kind of the main resistance to apartheid South mm-hmm. Africa, started in 1912. Yes. So I'm guessing that it was already kind of, because England was not perpetuating these kind of racist laws in Africa at this point. They were not. I'm sure they were racist, and I'm sure that they were not equitable to native Africans, but they did not have any other apartheid states. So I don't think that South Africa was part of this. Okay. At that point. Why did they, so England was also in like. Zimbabwe. And other, and like the Caribbean, right? All, almost like 75% of the Caribbean was English. Around the same time? Uh, yeah. And how come they also, only. Also uh, Guyana, Belize. Yeah. Falkland Islands. How come they only did apartheid in Canada, Africa? Canada, New Zealand, Australia. Answer my question. Hong Kong, India. Do you want me to keep going? Nepal. Can you Google why they only did uh, apartheid no, in no, South no, Africa? No, 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 they didn't. They didn't. It was the it was the Dutch. The Dutch. Uh, the Dutch came back. The Dutch. It was Dutch people living there that became part of the British Empire. Okay. So they were like Dutch culturally, but they were governed by England. Okay. It was never a Dutch colony. It was just Dutch people moved down there in hordes. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it was just Dutch people flocked down there. They were like, oh, we can grow tulips, and they have wood for clogs, you know? Oh, okay. And they have wind, so we can make wind houses. What yeah. are those called? Windmills? Yeah, that's good. You knew something more than I did. Uh, anyways, uh, so um, what they come up with, what the solution they come up with, is that the, um, the government down there basically creates two forms of rights basically so it's rights for whites which are very modern and western Uh and then rights for blacks which are not rights yeah and also what they do and this is kind of why did they so apartheid started when apartheid started in sorry i gotta look at my notes guys i know that's completely unprofessional because uh, the British have been there for a while, and then they start apartheid, right? Yeah, so... So I'm like, what is this? what are these new laws uh, in response to? Well, the apartheid... No, no, okay. So when the government was figuring out what a modern South Africa... Like their version in the 1900s, they were like, we can't be giving all these black people the same rights as us because they're going to want equity... And we, that's like our whole thing down here is that we're like kind of, we know what we're doing. We're, we're stealing land. We're taking yeah. over stuff. So they created two separate, like it wasn't, I think, until 1948 that there was actually a fully apartheid government. It was always like theoretical. 
and like oh, okay. racist laws and things like sure, that. Sure, yeah. Like it's like probably like there wasn't Jim Crow laws right away. Yeah. Like, you know, they were like voted in eventually. But apartheid is is just literally Dutch for aparthood. Like aparthood is being like that's the like brotherhood. Aparthood oh, okay. is like um hide just means hood. But um they uh they basically just were like we'll have Dutch rights and then they'll be all the other people's rights. Okay. And so there was black Africans. Uh-huh. Yep. There was mixed race people, which they... No, no. I don't want this taken out of context. They called them colored. That was the term for people that were mixed race, was okay. colored. And then there was... You really are afraid of getting canceled. Well, no, nah, I just don't want somebody to take it out of context. Be like where I'm just saying, no like, one's they're gonna... called colored, you know? like I think that if someone takes that out of context, it's good for us. Take it out of context. Clip that. Andy's saying they call they're called colored. Yeah, and then uh, put and then cancel us, and then the rest of YouTube's gonna uh, react to cancel culture. Yeah, we should go big. Yeah. So these um, colored people um, are and they're mixing. <laughs> well, they're mixing. Oh, they you know and and there was like because there was I think ten maybe way more 10 to one ish kind of numbers like 90 percent of the population was black and it was 80 percent that's, yeah. that's what i know they um they didn't want them mixing it was illegal to have sex with yeah. someone out of your race or out, yeah. out of your class I, I think blacks and asians which by asians it was indonesians and uh oh um, we were down there what do you mean asians well, Indonesians, because Indonesia was a Dutch colony. So they brought over Indonesians as slave labor. So there's Indonesians, oh. which are Malay people, kind of your, your uh-huh. people. I look like that. Uh, and then there's Indians. There's a lot of Indians. Okay. Did you know that Gandhi actually started his life in South Africa? Oh, really? He's yeah. born there? Mahatma Gandhi was born in South Africa. Oh. Yeah. Lots of Indians there. There's actually lots of Indians throughout Africa. My friend, uh, her family's from Uganda, and they were expelled because Idi Amin kicked all the Indians out of Uganda at one point. Did you know that I did a book report on Gandhi and did not read that book? What's well, a big book? Huh? I didn't read any books about Gandhi. Do you know how easy homework is now for kids? Yeah, you just do chat GPT. They, they're all doing it. My, uh, people are doing chat GPT for like cover letters and resumes. Really? Yeah. My lady, she's uh, she's looking for a new job. I need to do that. Yeah. Because I, I use it to organize my notes on here. You did? Yeah. These are all, I always do chat GPT for my notes organization. That's why you don't know anything that you no, but I show actually, up with. I, 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 I will say in the past, that's true. But this one, I actually watched a documentary, listened to a podcast. And you know what? I'll say this. I want to take a, a real a real second to acknowledge this, is that what here's what white liberal people love to do. This I, is their favorite thing to do. I've they listened to a couple podcasts about Nelson Mandela, and I'm like, I'm so sick of white people telling but me they, about they this. They love to do this. They love to be like, and you know what? It's not that much different than what's happening in the United States. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's not great here, but it's a lot better. yeah. Nobody, nobody, there was no Showtime in <laughs> in Johannesburg, South Africa. You can run around slapping people's hats off their heads and catch them on your toes. You know, I kind of, what I don't like about Showtime is that it's taken away from the old days when people would break dance at like, you know, in front of the Met or something like that. Those are all gone. 
the only breakdancing that's happening is Showtime. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you would call it breakdancing. You know what, though? I don't think you're right, because if you follow some of the accounts I follow, you'd see breakdancing. I follow... I, well, I There's some big... The, Europe and Asia, they still love that shit. I'm saying in New York. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Because nobody's doing that unless they're an immigrant from somewhere else. Like, they... Uh, I mean, I had my time as a breakdancer. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying that's over. Like, I think we're the last generation of Americans who are really interested in that kind of dance. Actually, that's not true. I can't say that because there's all those fucking hip-hop dance accounts. Yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with it. It's also like including, uh, I've learned that voguing is now a part of the breakdancing. I mean, those falls, what do you call that? Where you fall and your leg kind of bends halfway? Yeah, yeah. What is that called? A slam? I forget what they're called. That shit's intense. What's that gay fall? Uh, can you look that up, Autumn? The can you look up the, what the fall in uh, voguing is called? Dip. No. no. It's called a dip. I don't know if that's what it's called. Anyways, there's also a lot of those. Like, I saw this guy do this thing where he, like, he ran and he jumped and he, like, slid across the dance floor on the side of his head and his shoulder. Yeah. There's, like, these extreme kind of, like, holds that people do in, in breakdancing yeah. now. That's called a chair. Where you slide on your shoulder? No, no, no. That's the that's the position. Okay. But anyways. Um, so anyways, what I was going to say is um, apartheid, what it basically means is it means we are living together, but we have separate kind of like rules, regulations. You know what I mean? Oh, so they were, there wasn't like a, was there like a district? There was. That was eventually like a solution. At first, it was just like, all right, so the whites get to do this and the blacks get to do this. But they noticed that, um, first of all, blacks and whites kept on sleeping with each other. And no, no, no. Also, blacks, I mean, you know, they, blacks would c- coexist. Also, I think that there was a huge part of it that was like, if you just let people live together, they're going to be more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And also this was a big thing a lot of people don't know this that most of the white south africans were poor farmers right okay so they weren't they didn't have these illusions of like society building they were just you know yeah. and they didn't see a big difference in their plight versus the africans if they sure. lived amongst them that was where their neighbors and they you know they ate with each other and hung out and stuff like that and that's not what the apartheid government wanted okay because that was like that's going to lead to some equality. Yeah, racism doesn't really thrive outside of a system. Mm, I think. I mean, it starts somewhere. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like you know, I, obviously there's still going to be racist words and things like that. But like if you go to Queens, everybody's doing all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh huh. It, it's. I think it really comes from like disparity and like resources. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Systemic. Yeah. Issue. Um. I was thinking about how there's uh, the in apartheid, you know, so one of my favorite things about sex is how like naughty it is and Mm -hmm. you're not allowed, you know, you got to do something you're not allowed to do Um, and must have been cool to do interracial stuff. Oh, yeah. At that time. It must have been so hot. Yeah. Not like now where it's totally normal because this is Ally McBeal. Yeah. Um, But is Ally McBeal progressive enough to let step brothers and sisters have sex listen that's not ally's job to judge it's just to defend the court of law i'm just there's l- nothing in the constitution i'm just saying that it's, it's illegal that's why step stuff is is hot it's because it's it's uh it's 
out it's, of it's, uh, it's, you're not allowed to do it. It's taboo, but it's taboo, not illegal. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the it's it's after South, it's after World War II that it really becomes like put into law. The apartheid government comes into power. They start implementing these laws, and they start basically like doing things like um, a lot of people got big heads around World War II. Yeah, you tell me Mussolini, a lot of Stalin, the, a lot of these Hitler, allies really got some big heads about Axis and allies. But the allies were like, oh yeah, like Russia. Fucking totally big headed head. about it. Yeah. yeah. The US Assholes. real big head. Boo. Yeah. Canada. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they only sent like nineteen people to World War Two. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Really? No. I look up Canadian casualties World War Two. You're gonna be blown away by this. Forty five thousand. Yeah, dog. Damn, China lost twenty million? Yeah. Get out of town, bro. You guys, you guys think Denmark you're didn't do shit. You think you're dedicated? No. Denmark we, lost 3,200. What about the Philippines? Let's see if there's any numbers. 500 to a, thousand, to a million. Yeah, you guys are up there. I think you're in the leaderboard outside of the Soviet Union. Soviet Union lost 20. Korea's million. up there, too. Asians, we really took... <laughs> we, we got bodied. <laughs> Japan lost 3 million. Most of, I think a lot of those Filipino ones were all... Uh, the s- same day. India lost 2.5 mil. Where were they fighting? Yeah, you th- you were trying to big up Canada. You guys are Damn. doing no- nothing compared to us. You guys didn't do We shit. sent so many people to get murdered. Fuck the Canadians. <laughs> Damn, yeah. the, the Dutch East Indies? Brazil, 2000? Jeez. Oh, that's Indonesia, the Dutch East Indies. Lost 4 mil. That, that's, of course, because the... China... Does China... China, no, Russia's the leader, but China's second place. Germ- no, Germany's got some pretty big numbers. No, but China's 20 million. And they weren't even official, you know? That's 20 million? Wait. Well, then why does... No, because Germany's got billions. No. There's, oh, no, those there's, are millions. There were a billion people on the planet in 1940. There weren't? I think there was like one billion. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyways... <laughs> Yeah, so how do you guys feel about World War II now? Asians fucking rocked it and died. But also, you guys, <laughs> listen, you fucked around and you found out. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Tried to come after Pearl Harbor. Six million doesn't sound like a big number anymore. I love that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking that. I was thinking that. And I'm not happy that I was thinking that. But it's, it's funny where I was like, what are they complaining about? Yeah, what are they... We, we're almost there. Filipinos it's because you guys almost did there. it to yourselves, you know? We didn't do it to ourselves. Yeah, you did. The you Japanese did it to us. You got involved. You could have just said, "Hey, yeah, sure, have Manila." I don't. I'm not that, that upset the about US it. The U.S. was in charge of Manila at the time. Okay, well, you guys didn't have to fight. We didn't. <laughs> to be honest, we got bombed. <laughs> A lot of that million it's happened in one day. Yeah, they were just Gazans. It was the same day as uh, Pearl Harbor. How many people died that day? Uh, uh, more than at Pearl Harbor. Well, Pearl Harbor, like 20 people died. <laughs> there were 20 <laughs> people. <in> the- <laughs> yeah, two of them were uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck and <laughs> Josh Hartnett. And Josh Hartnett, those are the two. Those are the two biggest deaths. <laughs> Look how many people died in Manila on that day. 2,400 at Pearl Harbor? Yeah, deaths, uh, Manila... December 8th. <laughs> 80 killed? You guys didn't do shit. What? You had to get involved later on. That I I think that's got to be just one because they bombed multiple places. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 
All right. Well, anyways, let's move on because we got to talk a little bit more about this. So what one thing they did is they 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 treated so also a big part of this is that South Africa wasn't aligned as like it wasn't just like there's black people because mm-hmm. the black people were in all sorts of different tribes. Sure. They spoke different languages. Uh-huh. They have dif- different ethnic appearances as well. Oh, okay. Like Nelson Mandela comes like a South African would know what tribe he comes from because yeah. he has a distinct look. He also which, has a clicky tribe. He's from a click Swahili tribe? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you should say clicky. That's that's not a slur. I think it might be. <laughs> clicky? It sounds it sounds slurish. God damn. Do you think clicky slurish, Autumn? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Suck that. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, Anyways, so... um. What they did is they also did not give them citizenship so that they would deport them they didn't out give... of the cities. Oh, okay. So they would be like, oh, yeah, you, like, you don't even, like, you're not even South African. You don't get to live in this city. That was the main thing that they wanted to do was they wanted to keep Africans out of the city. Sure. Okay. Africans could be in the rural places because they thought that they were rural inherently. Mm-hmm. And whites, and um, basically only whites. They allowed uh, mixed race people, which they called colored people. Mm-hmm. They allowed them to kind of, it, depending on the level of their darkness, basically. Yeah. Uh, they did this thing called the the hair test, which is they stuck a pencil in your hair, and if it fell out, you were white. And, oh. Yeah. Wow. And if it stayed in, you were black. Wow. Which is like, I would just, I would just stay on the perm. You know what I mean? Well, that would be... Uh, cause in, not to compare it to the U S we had the paper bag test. What was that? If you were darker than a paper bag, you couldn't get into certain colleges. Jesus. Yeah. And now we got white paper bags. Makes yeah. you think. That's called, that's a quality. <laughs> Makes you think. <laughs> that's a quality. We're yeah. all darker than a paper bag. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're all darker than a Ziploc <laughs> gallon bag. True. It's true. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so there was a resistance that started immediately. I mean, it was before the apartment apartheid government was even official, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, the ANC, which is now the leading political party in South Africa, um, was a resistance party. Sure. I I think they ran and never were allowed in type of thing, you know, like those political Mm -hmm. parties in countries like Russia, where there's like a political party that's like. Every time they try to like, who's the current president? I think it's Jacob Zuma was the guy that was like two presidents ago that got kicked uh, out for like corruption type of shit. Because it went Mandela as Uh number one black guy, and then I think, and then there was another guy. It was Zuma. Yeah, look up who followed uh, Mandela. But they were. I was listening to something where they're like the second election. Mandela kept saying the second. Presidential election is the most oh, important. Oh, it's Mbeki. Mbeki. Mm. Uh, Tabo Mbeki. And then um, after that, I think it was Jacob Zuma. I don't know exactly. But uh, look at that handsome man. Hello, Tabo. Man. Ooh. <laughs> he got a suit in Harlem. Damn. <laughs> My man's fitted out. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll click on over on the right, President of South Africa. Yeah, click on that. And let's see if we can see the following. Oh, wait. Who is it right now? It's Cyril... Ramaphosa. Nice, dude. Okay. This guy gets it. Um, Not as nice of a suit as Tabo, but still pretty good. I mean, hey, you got to be modest sometimes. Um, So, there... 
there's a little bit more of the history that I've kind of skipped over just because of like, you know, not being completely the origins right there. Um, but so the, the white apartheid governments in power, the African national Congress is resisting. A lot of what they do is they're doing like peaceful resistance. If they do violent resistance, it's mm-hmm. usually just sabotage. Well, that was Mandela was all a peace. He was all about the peace. Yeah, there was um, a few different uh, armed resistant movements. Let's you know that Nelson Mandela's name isn't actually Nelson. No, what is it? I don't. It's you uh, can't pronounce it. It's something name. that it was I know. Cr- I have it right here. Ready? Nelson Roly Hall. Oh Roley yeah, Roly Lala. Fa- Roley- Roley Lala. Okay, that's what it looks like. I thought it was like Roly Fossa or something like. You know what? They might I don't know. It I don't know why I'm even arguing for something. He was born July 18th, 1918. I knew na- cancer season. Oh. Anyways, um, so here's some of the armed movements: Nkonto Wesizwe, or MK as it was known, the Azanian People's Liberation Army, uh, South African Communist Party, and a lot of these guys would they would be doing violent acts and they would have to go hide across the border in another country. Like they would dip into South Africa, shoot up some whites, go back to another country where they could chill. Okay. Yeah. Did you know about uh, Nelson's wife? Minnie? Winnie. Winnie, yeah. And how she uh, she did like a kidnapping? No, I didn't. Uh, she had like kidnapped someone because she was, uh, you know, she didn't fully agree with the peaceful approach and um, was working with some like, uh, I forget what. I don't know what uh, you would call them, but more rebelish, resistance type people. Mm -hmm. And they kidnap someone. Okay. And then uh, they, it became like an issue because it it affected his, um, Nelson Mandela's political profile. Yeah. So, uh, because that was kind of always something that was looming over her. And it led to them getting a divorce. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Did they make up? They did not. He went and got married a uh, third time to another lady. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, he's had, he's been through three wives. That's almost you. Yeah, I got one more you'll to be, go. <laughs> You'll be in Nelson Mandela in a little bit. Yeah, I'll be up there. Uh, one thing that, so they did this resistance, and one of their resistance was, like, they would go and they would um, just stand in front of, like, a police station and, like, um, tear up their transfer cards, which were, like, their papers, yeah, yeah. you know? And there was this thing in 1960 that started around the 50s. Uh, in 1960, a bunch of them went to um, Sharpville. To well, and that's, station. that uh, that is, matters because if you were black, you had to have your your papers on you or you were going to be arrested. Yeah. So just um, to clarify. And they just tore them all up yeah. in front, or burned them in front of the police station. And the police just freaked out and shot 60 people. Oh, wow. And it was called the Sharpville Massacre. And that also... That was one of the changes in Nelson's life because Nelson had been a youth leader, like a mm-hmm. youth, like uh, he, he w- that's what gained him notoriety was like doing youth, like um, activism. Yeah. Like put on basketball games. And then after that, he joined Unconto Suiza. Yeah, they'd have like dance competitions. Mm-hmm. CYO stuff. Yeah, they'd do like um, stomp. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to save the rec center. <laughs> yeah. They would do kind of rec center type <laughs> activism. Um bake sales but like where you have to bid do you ever do a bake sale yeah i uh worked in i was uh, i did the, it for this is embarrassing hamas 
I tried to raise money. <laughs> this is before I knew what they were about. You did it. A couple, I actually keep on. It was a couple weeks ago until the attack happened. <laughs> Wait, I got. I got to take these pies back. Sorry, home. <laughs> I did not know. I have been joking to friends who are serious about it that I've been like, I, like I'll check on them, and I'll be like, "Hey, how are you doing? I I know this must be rough." And then I'll be like, "And before it gets out, I just want you to know, I did not know that I was subscribed to Hamas's Patreon." <laughs> <laughs> they love it they think it's really funny um but i like it they do put out good podcasts yeah some of the best we're actually sponsored by yeah we um, want we're trying to get off of gotham and on their network yeah, yeah. it's honestly it's weird lately the line's been down it's been hard to upload yeah. to their server for some reason um but the umkonto uh uh um is where Mandela went from the ANC. He actually started doing the sabotage acts. He was always about nonviolence, but he was into sabotage. And he got caught in 64 and sentenced to life in prison. Mm. And uh, What was he sabotaging? I think it says right here. Like breaking uh, umbrellas when they open. They don't work. He... It just says acts of sabotage. I'm, mm. I'm sure if I would have read this, but... Um, he got him he got it was 62 he was arrested mm -hmm. and uh sentenced to life and that's um in 64 is when he went on trial and then he he went with a lot of anc leaders in 64 okay. and he was sentenced to life he spent 27 years in prison on robin island yeah so he spent the bulk like a bulk of his life in prison you know uh my first introduction to nelson mandela was on uh the reflection eternal album really yeah <laughs> That's uh, so cute. Do you remember when he does the in the yeah. intro? Yeah. Uh, you didn't know who that was? Well, I mean, I knew of M Nelson Mandela, but that's the first time I had probably had heard him speak. Oh, really? Yeah. I think for some reason, just because I went to a better school than you. Um, I went to speeches. a private school. Yeah. A bad private school. You were just in, first of all, uh, I've talked about this with Garfield. Uh, the You were in the... The good program, uh -huh. which is it was kind of its own apartheid in Garfield. Yeah, and I supported it. Yeah, you <laughs> were in the white program, <laughs> and then the black program was all for the was uh, where they treated them dumb. Yeah, well, okay, so your school was pretty mixed, very mixed, and all all dumb. It was just the oh, because you think that mixed people get dumb, the, the coloreds are I dumb. Didn't, I didn't say that. You yeah. put that those you words in my mouth, and I meant it. <laughs> you put those words in my mouth and they and tasted it, good yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh no um the uh the the high school that i went to was very progressive very touted as this kind of experiment in modern education and it really was like the first floor was all black kids and yeah basic programming basic classes and then you went up one floor and it was horizon yeah. And it was pretty mixed, but like not exclusive. Sure. And then you went up one more and it was the AP program. And the AP program was like. That just, was like the heart of uh, Johannesburg. Yeah. And then right outside. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, I was in the suburbs where I was like mixing. Yeah. You know, I was mm -hmm. slumming a little bit. I was going over Amongst to the, the coloreds. I was going over to the um, Soweto's and other kind of townships yeah. to hang. So you weren't in the AP program? No, I couldn't test into that. I, oh, okay. I think a lot of it. I probably would have tested in had I been able to concentrate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time concentrating. You still do. Yeah. Are you still off meds? 
I've never been completely off. I take uh, Wellbutrin. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never stopped taking that. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I guess I don't think it does much though. I don't think Wellbutrin. It does. I think it maybe helps a little bit with ADD uh, symptoms, but I don't well, think it helps with depression. Yeah, it's not an SSRI. No, it's uh whatever the other one is, the dopamine one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got. I mean, I'm on both of them, and it's fine. I don't know. It's the thing. I don't is, have depression though. Like I don't feel it lately. I haven't felt depressed. I've yeah. had anxiety, but I haven't felt depression. But the anxiety doesn't in, doesn't turn into depression. I think historically it, it did. has. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. Uh, it's not. You know. Well, I think you're under a, such a different circumstance because you have a child now. And yeah, I don't really have time to feel bad for myself. You don't have time to feel bad for yourself. You don't have time to like settle into a groove of like inactivity. Yeah, I can't focus. I can't like sit and dwell. Yeah, There's not a lot of dwelling happening. Um, but you know, I don't think uh, I got a new therapist. I'm not in love with him. I like him, but he's. A when little... was the last time you liked a therapist? I liked my last therapist. She just got weird on me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've liked every therapist. I've, I've like never it. I wasn't too thrilled about my current therapist, but I've been with her for four years now. Yeah, this guy's just a little like. And, He's like a little, his office isn't that nice. You know, there's like mm. certain things like where I'm just like, this is a little low rent, you know, because uh, I went in network. Does he look like a private eyes office? <laughs> it's got a little bit of that vibe. I, like there's a tripod with the EMDR machine on it. What's an EMDR machine? It's like a light flashing thing that helps with trauma. Oh. You like look, focus on these lights and it's almost like a meditate, uh, hi hypnosis. Okay. And uh, he, um, like the tripod's broken. Mm -hmm. That it sits on, and I'm just kind of like, come on, man, get yeah. a fucking spend twenty dollars, get a new tripod. Uh, he's also like an overweight, older white guy. Oh, uh, okay. But he's very sweet. I like yeah. him. I just need a, I need somebody who's like a little. Do you more think he'll make you accept your body uh, issues? Probably. Do you think I have body issues? I think mentally. Yeah, you're like you're you're always like I'm fat. Well, I just don't. It's like anything that's not perfect is fat, right? Yeah. That's how I feel the same. I mean, I have the same yeah. thing. Okay. But every time I take off my shirt, everyone's like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every ow, time ow, I, ow. It would bother me. This is, I don't know if people agree but, with this or sympathize with this, but my wife, so my wife gained weight while she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then I gained weight while she was pregnant. And then she lost that weight. And I was like, yeah, I'm like still trying to lose the weight. And she's like, well, who cares? Like you, you know, your body. But the thing is, is it's fine to gain weight as a pregnant lady. Everybody's cool with that. I just gained it because I was like nervous. So I ate cake. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't deal with my feelings. So I had extra Skittles. That's why I, I gained weight in allyship with you. Thank you. <laughs> this week on Ally McBeal, we bring in a new. Um, you bring a fat Filipino. Yeah, we bring a Filipino into the office to work as our paralegal. But we pay him the same. So we believe in equality. <laughs> yeah, he gets paid the same as Ally. <laughs> and um, every episode is just like me being like, uh, Will Prid, he makes me say the PF thing. Uh, he goes, Will Prid, uh, do you have those papers? And he's like eating like baked goods in the corner. And he's like, I'm actually observing my culture right now. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then I never yeah. get the papers. Yeah. Five times a, a day, I have to eat baked goods in the direction of Five Manila. Five times a day, I have, to have a, <laughs> I have to have a rice street in the direction of 
Um, <laughs> uh, Melda Marcus's grave. Probably in the direction of the Vatican. Mm. My parents are uh, so um, in the Philippines right now. Yeah, I don't. No, no, I don't think they're going to listen to this. So I don't think there's any uh, surprise to spoil. But their fiftieth an- wedding anniversary is coming up on May first, and we were thinking about sending them to Rome. Oh, that's a cute one. Yeah, that's a great idea. But I was like, uh, I'm like, let's send them to Florence, mm-hmm. then go to Padua. That's right. It's like a suburb of Florence. Uh, yeah. And then we can send them to the Vatican. Say what's up to Francie. The Vatican was amazing. I loved the Vatican. Oh, really? I went last uh, Thanksgiving. I would love to be there. It's for, so beautiful for the a new pope. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's like a profoundly gorgeous place. Yeah. Um, getting back to South Africa very quickly. So basically, what happens is in the '60s, uh, the resistance movement has been kind of stifled with the arrest of a lot of the ANC leaders and a lot of you know, just brutality, mm-hmm. but the tactic kind of changes to putting it out into the general world, the situation happening in South Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah. let them all know. And it took about 30 years for the rest of the world to be like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. I mean, they didn't have the internet. In the 80s, people condemned South Africa. They didn't let them compete in like Olympics and other things, oh. Goodwill Games. Uh, there was like a defund, divest type of movement out of colleges and other things south africa was definitely like on the tip of young black kind of like college students throughout the 80s and 90s maybe even earlier Mm -hmm. you know world liberation kind of like theoretical talk um but they really got away with it for a really long time oh sure and then in the 90s the president was fw de clerk and he basically knew that their days were numbered. They were also suffering economically. They were not able to trade with a bunch of people. Yeah. And um, so he opened it up. He released Mandela. And then they kind of did. I think that's when they let Mandela run for president. Mm-hmm. They freed all the prisoners and they did a truth and reconciliation committee. Which I, this truth and reconciliation stuff that happens in Africa uh is very moving for me yeah i just watched uh the f- uh have you seen the this is football doc on amazon they have like 25 there's football like documentaries yeah on amazon. um but this one it's called this is football okay um it's not a documentary it's a, a series okay and the first episode is about um these liverpool fans in um rwanda and they oh, go over because they genocided yeah, and they yeah. go over like uh, how the genocide, and you know, it's it's very sweet. I like I, uh, I think cried. it was the last time I cried. Damn. Um, and they go over like the uh, how they had to reconcile because all these uh, it was the Tutu Hutus and Hutus the, and the Tutsis. Tutsis, yeah, all of the. Which I gotta say, for a genocide, pretty cute names. <laughs> Cutest genocide, honestly. Cutest genocide news. <laughs> Such an adorable genocide. Um, but they uh, they didn't have a government to like judge these uh, the people that committed crimes. yeah like arrest and kind of. So they just like everyone uh, like it was a panel of like just the community. Yeah, and then well, that's what they did in South Africa too, where they like literally like they'd be like, okay, you are like accused of this crime. Mm-hmm. So you have to come and your victims are going to talk to you. 
Yeah. And it, it kind of happened across the country. And I don't really think it worked all the way. It definitely helped. Mm-hmm. But South Africa is still a pretty bad place. Yeah. And I know, uh, like, I, there's it's a very it's very moving, the idea of, like, okay, we're going to, like, let them out of uh, prison or not, yeah. not uh, like, condemn them or make them feel, you know, not punish them. We're just going to, like, have this reconciliation between us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, I know that, like, when Mandela was president, crime was very high. Mm-hmm. Well, they, uh, I think for a while, right after Tabo and Becky, it was the highest murder rate in the world. Mm. And like they had like cars that yeah. you could buy that shot flames out of the side. So, like, <laughs> okay, um, will you Google hot rod? <laughs> Google um, anti carjacking fire. Yeah, there, 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 there. That was it. Yeah. Go to the second one. Car security fire blaster. Of the so-called blaster. An actress plays a businesswoman returning home and being confronted by an armed man who wants her car. Now in place, the woman presses a pedal. Oh. The blaster ignites. Oh, okay. Thank God. From the underside. Thank you for not showing us uh, an actual death. No one was hurt in real life. Listen to that disgusting accent. This man invented the blaster. I would get into the car. First of all, <laughs> he says drivers should put their hands up and then step on the gas. The police actually filmed the yellow car being hijacked. And amazingly, they're now saying they can't see any legal problems with the blaster so long as the. Yeah, how long did this last? Blasted. But the surgeon who runs this trauma unit feels profound concern. That's hilarious. <laughs> street has any concept of the yeah. damage that burns cause. The results of that yeah. are permanent, expensive, it's disfiguring. Innocent <laughs> people are going to get caught, and that's unacceptable. Yeah, we can stop this. But anyways, uh, yeah, so that was how bad the crime was, was that people hooked up flamethrowers to the underside of their cars. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude. If you had an invention that you could put on, uh, let's say a car, because you don't have one, but uh-huh. I don't know, maybe the subway. What would it be like? What would it improve your subway ride? Um, I think I wouldn't be against airplane style class. Yeah, you class on the subway. I mean, that was one of your your classic bits. Yeah. Um, just this is just based off of today's ride in. Uh, I w- it would be nice to have like a a helmet. cup holder. Not a, a just like a helmet where like because it's you. My main issue with a subway is there's a lot of sense. Would you be okay with um, a one person size room? Like you could just get in like a telephone booth size. It's smaller than a telephone. It's literally it opens. You can lay back against it, and the door shuts on you. Would you um, be okay with that? The issue with that, it'd get gross. It'd get gross. Yeah, like you'd get uh, in your little room and you'd realize that somebody had pooped on the floor. Yeah, the and spe- that would suck if you were assigned that one. Like yeah. uh, you got to go to the shit room. Uh, but it would be nice if that if you know what would be nice is if we just had homeless people. Like we just gave them a room, mm-hmm. like on each car. Yeah, that where they can like sleep and have a good like, party and party and do yeah. their own like you know wash their feet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, something to a homeless to, car to get the sense. So that's what your solution for the 
homeless no, not problem. a homeless car. I mean a you homeless a room for, homeless for each car. Yeah, a roomless a room for. We want to put the homeless people. Each car has in a dark room. Had, it, it has windows. You can look at them because sometimes they want to show their penises can they, off. Can they, and that's <laughs> and if can they stick their arms out of little holes? Uh, oh yeah, where there's like it's like a a glove. Yeah. <laughs> so you can shake their hand, but it's gloved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That seems nice. Yeah, it's like a bubble boy situation. Yeah, on each ho- on Except each car, we're keeping the germs in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but yeah, if to start with something, it would just be like something to keep the smells out. Because every time someone walks by asking for money, I guess they don't smell that good. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's those are there's there's like a weird correlation between people's like lack of access to bathing and money. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I, uh, that was South Africa. That was Nelson Mandela. That was apartheid. This is the known zone. My name is Andy Haynes. We and still have six minutes. I have to get out of here. I what? Do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why? Because I told Rosebud I would be back. I mean, we can do like three more minutes if you want, but I have to get I think back people here. are going to unsubscribe because this of three, is the three minutes. minutes? Okay, yeah. fine. We'll stay on. I mean, I do have some other Nelson Mandela stuff. I just don't remember what they were. He went to Robin Island. Oh, he, he was, his tribe was uh, uh, polygamous. Really? His dad had like three or four wives. Sick. Maybe yeah. that's what the guy downstairs has. Oh, yeah. We didn't think of Autumn just made fun of him because he was different than her. Yeah. But maybe he's from a culture where there's lots of wives. Yeah. And maybe he's from a place in the world where women aren't that cool. Yeah, maybe. Or. And he needs to get three or four or to, to amount to one. Cool. <laughs> or they're really cool for once. Anyways, um, I bet if you, uh, so if you were a polygamous, you couldn't start with Rosebud. What do you mean? Because she wouldn't let you have another wife. No, 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 no. She'd have to fall in some pretty hard times. Although, no, I actually think it's the most powerful wife that lets you have the other wives. Really? Yeah, because she's like, yeah, go fuck that lady. I don't don't care. care. I'm sick of you. You Okay. You know what I mean? You think Rosie's not that powerful? No, she is. But I still don't think she'd let me because I would be too happy. I don't think she, yeah, I don't think <laughs> she'd, she'd be even, like, no, you don't get other wives. Why are you smiling? <laughs> yeah, Ugh, get out of here. Yeah, you're just like reading a comic book. She's like, are you cheating on me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like enjoying Did you find it. another woman? Oh, you know what else I just realized? The uh, Champions League just started, so we do have to get out of here. Oh, that. shit, but is Arsenal Arsenal's playing today? tomorrow, no. Yeah. Then I don't really care. Um, anyways, uh, this is the Known Zone. I'm Andy Haynes. I'm joined by the, my consummate co-host. Oh, you didn't even do this. No, I didn't do it up top because you are you interrupted me. You didn't interrupt me. I just didn't get to it. Uh, but, um, oh, we got in the separation over what the podcast was. We started talking about that. What? I said that it's a podcast where we, oh, we yes. know a lot of a little bit about a lot yes. of things. But uh, if you're still at listening or watching, uh, subscribe on YouTube, please. Uh, subscribe uh, on whatever podcast iTunes, platform Spotify, you're listening to. Uh, what's that other one that's got an ER at the end? Um, I don't want to know about any ER words. Okay, keep going. And uh, make sure that you like leave us a review if you leave a funny review we might respond to it yeah. also uh you can email us at autumn's gonna put it right now i don't know what it, uh what the email the is podcast gmail.com you put cast in there there's also the known zone pod both of them go to the same inbox thank you we appreciate that and then um yeah send us some, an email interact with us we'll t- we'll interact back yeah we're not too cool to talk to you guys they all were worried that we were too cool yeah 
And also, thanks for all the nice messages. I've gotten some kind messages from friends that they've been listening. They love it. It's helping them get through. I've gotten uh, uh, some good messages saying. Well, I was talking about it. It's me. really nice that Andy's not around for really? these episodes. Have you? Yeah. That's great. You should look at today's episode's comments. I honestly. What a great time without Andy. Really? Did Jeff write it? I, I mean, it doesn't. It It's an anonymous account. That does that. have his birthday at the end. Okay. It's <laughs> pretty <laughs> anonymous, but then very specific. Um, I will be at the Port Comedy Club in Baltimore, Maryland, December 22nd and 23rd. And Who's opening? I don't know because it's not one of those. They don't pay anything. Mm. It's one of those. You know what I mean? I'm just maybe I'll, I'm, I'll be free. Yeah, I would advocate for you if they had money, but I don't think it's that. Maybe I'll check into it. We'll see what happens. Look into it. Um, and then uh, please, if you're in Baltimore, please go to that by by tickets. And uh, otherwise, um, come out if you're in New York City and come see a show. If you're visiting New York, come see a show. If you need an excuse to leave your family, say, I have to go see an Andy Haynes and Wolford Padua show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I just want uh, – we've got, we've got listeners. We've got viewers. I just want them to review. Review. Interact with us. Make us look like we're a, a good, successful podcast. Yeah, you do the work. Yeah, you do the work. Because <laughs> what do we – I mean, what can I do better? I don't know. I'm killing it. Yeah. Wilfred has a don't tell coming out. Keep an eye out open for that. Yeah, that'll be in a few months. Subscribe we'll, we'll, to the don't tell website. Oh, and then just and share my video when it comes only, out. But, only um, his video. Yeah. All right. Thanks, you guys. Andy's got to go be a father. I look. I almost went the whole time. I know. That's. I was. Uh, I was kind of like filler bustering. Filler uh, buster. Is that what you think it is? Filter bustering. <laughs> All right. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye.